Welcome to Word of Life Family Church, where we strive to grow in our relationship with God, our family, and our community. We believe it's no accident you're listening today, and we pray you'll hear something to strengthen, encourage, and inspire you to fulfill your God-given destiny. Now let's get to the message, which is already in progress. Testimony, so feedback. Um, the kids and the counselors just arrived back from camp. They've been at uh, in Wapaka for their Fusion Bible Camp this week, and I'm excited to hear. We're going to hear a little bit about um, that and uh, the testimonies. And it's important. It's important for two reasons, and we need to understand the reason why it's important is as the students and the counselors express what God has done and with the revelation, it helps kind of seal it. It kind of gives that accountability of saying, hey, God did something in me. And I would encourage you to do that anytime you have God do something in you to tell somebody to speak about it and kind of let it let it kind of get out there, if you will, in the heavenly, so to speak. And so this is one reason. And the second reason is it's encouraging to hear what God's done because much of you helped campers get to camp with uh, financial contributions and fundraising opportunities and so it's kind of like that opportunity to see all of your hard work and your prayers going to uh to see kind of the 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 fruit of that so uh and i want you to encourage the students and the counselors because i don't know if you understand but camp if anyone has everyone ever been to bible a bible camp when they were growing up or at any point in their life just raise your hand so i can see how many hands yeah, it's it's a really life-changing thing. I uh, I re- received the baptism of the Holy Spirit at a Bible camp. Uh, I I got saved probably a hundred times at Bible camps, uh, and uh, it stuck. And uh, praise God. And it was just always uh, always a life change. And um, what what's what's interesting though, what you need to understand, moms and dads, grandmas and grandpas, aunts and uncles, and all that, even the students that arrived or went and came back. Is that this? You are completely immersed in the God, in godliness, and in the things of God. And and there's a few days where things get kind of stripped away. Um, um, the 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 worldliness kind of gets stripped away, and uh, we become very you become very raw. It's it's much like uh, if you imagine uh, major heart surgery. So first you have to be sterile, have a sterile fill before you're going to go to surgery. And so that's usually the first couple of days. And then after that, God just really begins to work on the heart and uh, change some things. And so what that means also for you, you need to be aware, is it makes, it makes the students and the counselors that were all involved vulnerable coming back into the what we call the real, real world or that back into their old uh, way of life, so to speak. Now the hope is that they take the newness and what God has done and to kind of feed that into the old to kind of to push away the dark the dark things and to let the light things shine brighter, okay? So you have a job as um uh to pray for that, to help to pray over that. Now it's easy, we might see students or different people and like uh I don't see a change. We don't move by feelings or sight. We walk by faith, and we know that God has done something. And so please don't let the natural over overstep, overlook what God has done here in their hearts and minds. 
Okay, so just kind of some, some word of wisdom and some understanding and uh, to be patient with them. Now, that means also students, counselors, you're also going to have to have mind, a mindfulness of this because it will be very simple and very easy to slide back into that old rut of, of life and things. And so be very cautious and be very aware of that. Um, and so I just wanted to kind of give that pre precursor a little bit. So um, did the 4K kids get to go? Is that okay? Okay. Uh, Pastor Tara and whoever else, I don't know what you have planned there. So um, we're going to hear a few words from there and encourage them, and, and uh, we're going to be encouraged. And uh, I'll just give it to you here for. So it was a little strange this year because Pastor Jason and Michelle have done security for a very long time, so their their presence wasn't at camp, and that was weird for us. And I got my first notification that. They took my keys. Security took my keys because they didn't know it was my bag. Because <laughs> usually Michelle just knows it's me. But so that was just a little side note. Aren't you glad you got to hear that? <laughs> so you guys were missed. You were missed. So if we could have all of the counselors and campers just come on up. You don't necessarily have to share something if you don't feel like you want. Uh, maybe I shouldn't use the word feel. You're not led to, because <laughs> we're not moved by feelings. So isn't this a good group? Let's go ahead and give them a hand. <laughs> oh yeah, Sarah and Renee brought in also one. So. so we'll just go ahead and if you have something to share, you can share it, and if you don't, you can just pass it on. But Again, don't be moved by feeling. Be moved by, like, if the Spirit of God is telling you to say something. Because someone out here might need to hear what it is that God would say through you. Okay? Sure. Yeah. Okay, we'll start with Twyla. How's that sound? I don't know, this is 
Well, this is my last year at camp as a camper. I really tried to uh, kind of participate more, uh, have fun in the sports game, sports teams, and uh, I went around more and just talked to random people, made some new friends. And it was really overall just probably the best year at camp I had. So if you go as a camper, I really encourage you guys to just press in and enjoy it. And the message is really good too. The, uh, I like the first night he was kind of talking about um, that our identity is found in Jesus because right now, obviously, we can tell there's a lot of things in the world going on that are causing, especially young people, to question their identity or change their identity. And you know, you have to have a firm foundation and just know that. Jesus is our identity. I got a, I told enough stories to you guys. Well, I've got lots to say. You go after me. I gotta put my glasses. for sure is at age 53 you should not be playing dodgeball. Because <laughs> I can feel it all the way down. But it's getting better. Um, I really enjoyed the speaker, but I didn't write his name down. I have no John, Morris. John Morris. Okay. Um, and as Landon said, you know, the first night he hit it right on the head as far as what not only these kids are facing, but what all of us are facing in our identity. And um, I took lots of notes because he spoke mostly on uh, the book of Daniel and really kind of preached on it in a different way that I never really even looked at it. Um, how Daniel and, and Meshach and Hananiah were, how they were all captured and how the king really wanted to change not only their name but their identity and who they were and uh, he really brought it all back around to what our culture is really doing um, and These kids need to know they're loved. Um, there was one young lady on our sports team that um, just, she did not want to participate. I could tell she really didn't want to be there. And uh, I tried to get her to, to be a part of things. And uh, at one point, um, one of the other kids on our team, they were kind of trying to find her. Where did she go? And um, so I walked around part of the building, and it was kind of a corner. And she was sitting right in the corner, just not wanting to do anything. 
And um, so I went, you know, I thought, well, maybe she needed to go to the nurse's station or wasn't feeling good. And I asked her a couple different questions, and she just shook her head, wouldn't even look at me. And uh, so then afterwards, um, I saw that she interacted with was her cabin counselor, and I, I asked her cabin counselor, you know, what, what the deal was, and uh, just told me about a terrible home life that this girl was involved in, and uh, it just broke my heart because these kids, you know, when they know they're not loved then they go to what the culture says and what other hope do they have you know and it just I mean I they're, they're so attacked um, you know I've got so many notes here and sometime I'll you know I can share them with people but um I, and I even tried with, with the kids in my cabin just to tell them you've got a battle you know, facing you and you've got to stand on that foundation of that God loves you and <clears throat> you know there was testimonies of kids that got up and you know shared about abusive relationships that they were in and uh, it's just like the, the kids need to understand that the world out there is is not their foundation you know the world out there loves you if you fit their mold but no matter what we look like, no matter what shape we're in, no matter how pretty we are or handsome we are, we're never going to fit that mold. Um, but the truth of it is, is God loves us no matter what shape, size, or, or race, or anything that we are. And um, uh, I hope I did that for you guys in the cabin. Just know that God loves you no matter what. Okay? I had a blast. <laughs> <laughs>
older kids looking up to them. And it was really cool to see that us three were the older ones, and like they were all looking up to us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was one night, and they had people go up like, to pray for ministry, if I passed that test well. 
right then. <laughs> oh, Lord help us. Um, but the Go Ministry team was pretty awesome. And one of the things um, that they were speaking on is knowledge is not power, it's potential. And knowledge only benefits those who actually obey it. And I thought that was really cool because, like, again, even what Peyton um, was talking about standing on the word of God, Jesus only stands on what the word says. So if you want Jesus, you have to stand on the word and obey what the word says. And then that knowledge becomes power. <laughs> that God wants to change this world because it's his power then that resides in us if we're being obedient to what he's telling us to do. And that's where freedom we bring freedom to people. And it was super cool. Um, one of the other things, because he said, those who take a step towards God, God then comes towards them. And you can see it evident, and I encourage you in the church realm too, like as you sit back, as we're sitting back at camp, you can tell those kids that are taking a step closer to God, they encountered the presence of God because it was their choice first. And then you could tell the kids that were like, and guess what? They didn't have an encounter. <laughs> it was their choice. And it's the same thing here in church. Those who draw close to God, he will. It's his promise. It's his word. And we stand on his word. So if you choose to draw close to him, he will then draw close to you. And it was so cool because it was like the third night. And these girls, I actually didn't know at all. But um, so we, we it was... Um, Nine-year-olds to sixth grade, I think that were in there, and um, nine to twelve-year-olds, and uh, they were there was and they were just talking on um, like like learn we need to get rid of there's some friendships that you need to break because in order to stay stand on God's word you might have to break some friendships, and um, they just had these girls that whoever wanted to just get prayed over come forward, and these four girls went out to get prayed for and as they were getting prayed for they all they started speaking in tongues and the girls were like what is happening they didn't even know what was going on, and they just started speaking in tongues. And I'm like, whoa, that is true evidence of Holy Spirit. They didn't even know what was going on. They didn't even know. They weren't trying. They weren't up there for prayer for it. They were just seeking God's presence, and all of a sudden he came down, and they were like, what is going on? So it was super cool to see that happen to these young ladies. So it was super cool. Uh. I originally wasn't going to go to this because I just didn't feel like I was qualified. But for months, my three lovely children <laughs> talked me into it. So anyway, I got there. Uh, we got there on Monday evening, and for that very first night, it's an orientation for all, you know, the counselors and everybody. And by the time he got done giving us all our information. We were kind of like on our own, go to our cabin, finding that. And I was like completely, completely overwhelmed. I'm sitting there like, what did I just get myself into? Not only do I have to learn all this stuff and know all this stuff, know where everything is, and he's, I mean, they're throwing stuff at us. I'm sitting there like, I don't even know where these places are. You know, and now they're gonna throw nine kids with me from a little, ages nine, to 12, and of course they're all young men with a lot, a lot of energy, <laughs> you know, and they're all over the place. I mean, they're all, you know, I have four different churches of, worth of kids. So anyway, so the very first day, I have one child that didn't want to be there. Four times he walked out of an activity, 
Four times I had to sit down and talk with him. Four times he went back to the activity. But then I ended up finding his youth counselor, or his youth pastor that was out there. He talked to him. Then the director of the of the kids uh, section there, she went and talked to him. This kid got talked to like six, seven different times. And the, the bad part about that was I have eight other kids that I'm supposed to be watching and taking care of. As the kids counselor, you are with your kids the whole time. Unless you have somebody that can help. And they did have the Go Ministry people that were, I had one of them sleeping in my, in my unit, in my cabin. So every once in a while I was able to go take a shower or something, you know. <laughs> but other than that, we didn't have a lot of time. Anyway, this, this young man, right at the very end uh, of that first night, and I think I, I think it's going in and out here. Anyway, at the end of the very first night, uh, I had just taken a shower, came back, and he's leaning over like this. I can't do this. I can't do this. i got to go home. i got to go home. Well, we already talked to him so many times, and it was already late. It was 10 o'clock. I'm like, it's too late. You can't go anywhere. Nobody's going to pick you up at this time of night. I'll tell you what, we're going to go in there. I'm going to have everybody go to bed. We're going to shut the lights off, get a good night's sleep and then see what happens by the morning. He gets up in the morning, Mr. Jerry, Mr. Jerry, Mr. Jerry. I'm like, yeah. I feel great today. <laughs> this kid was actually the leader for the rest of the week of all the other kids. I mean, and we have to pick one child in our group. What do they call it? The spirit what? Spirit award. Spirit award. Well, the, somehow the kids knew that we were going to be doing this and all my other boys were sitting there and I call them my boys because they were my boys for that whole week. Uh, they're like, oh, we know who you're picking. You're picking Cody. I'm like, I haven't chosen anybody. Oh, no, you're picking Cody. This was the kid that was going to go home. You know, so I mean, he did, he, he earned the respect of all the rest of the boys. But, well, Neil was talking also, I wanted to mention this part about being 53 years old and not playing certain games and stuff. Well, <laughs> my kids like to take off running on me when we were going somewhere. Well, I'm 69 years old, and they knew that I couldn't keep up with them. Right? So, but I did one time actually chase them and caught them. <laughs> But we didn't go very far. I mean, they, 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 they could only go to the street, and they had to stop because they had crosswalks. So if they would have gone any further, I would have been, been done. But anyway, you know, it, age, age doesn't really matter as far as being a counselor. I mean, you can be as old as you want to be. So I would really suggest that anybody really loves to be with children, this is the place to go. You know, they're going to wear you down. You know, but... I got more out of this week than I think that my kids did. But then they turned around and said, no, they got more than I got. So we were all getting something. you know. And these kids wouldn't take hugs. They wouldn't do anything at the beginning. And just like uh, Tracy was saying when they had the, the one service where they were getting uh, baptized in the Holy Spirit, all the boys in front, they're all crying. They're all speaking in tongues. I mean, a whole bunch. I had four in my class that spoke in tongues. And they were so excited. I mean, that's all I heard for the rest of the night. We spoke in tongues. We have no idea what we said, but 
It was awesome. I mean, I mean, the enthusiasm with these children are unbelievable. I have, I have the, this t-shirt I bought, and then on the back of my t-shirt, each one of them signed their names, right? And which is really cool because now I have a prayer list. Because these boys, like Neil and everybody was saying, there, there's some kids that are going to go back to really bad situations. A lot of them have divorced parents, have divorced, you know, and, and, and other things. I mean, I got to hear a lot of horror stories, you know. And these kids, just they break your heart. I mean, I had to walk away three times because they had me in tears, you know. Not because they were being nasty or anything. It's just they, they touch your heart. They really, really touch your heart. You know, and anyway, I shouldn't probably stop here, although I'll be talking all day. But it's a really good experience, and and I know all these kids all about that, and the kids are wonderful. So, Allison kind of told me the other part she wanted to share, but she feels like she might cry, which I kind of understand that. I may or may not cry a lot. But there was a point where when they called, they called people up if you felt like called into a ministry of some sort. And she was standing there and she was having this internal conversation probably with herself and the Lord. Like, I don't feel like that's for me. And, and I leaned over to her and I just started praying. I felt like I was supposed to pray um, against fear. So I just leaned over and I just started saying, like, I don't even know what I said. Do you know what I said? Perfect love casts out all fear. And that's what I just kept saying over and over. And she's like, you think I can still go up? I'm like, yes. As long as she was able to go up. But again, it goes to show, like, you don't know what even you're going to say to somebody to cause freedom in them to be able to get the freedom that they need and to get the... Um, um, Assignment, so to speak, that God was was sharing with her. Does that sound? Is that is that good? Is there more? Okay. Anyone else have anything? Can I put here? Yeah. This is actually not my testimony. It's actually Landon. So he was telling a story, and I want to share it with the kids. So there was a kid in his cabin that kind of um, another kid in the cabin decided to punch him in the face, and. Um, no, he punched this kid Landon was hanging out with right in the face. And Landon goes, his response was he just stood there. And he didn't do anything back. And the kid went and did get in trouble and stuff. And, like, the next day, this other the kid ended up saying to him, he's like, where, like, where did that come from? The kid's like, I don't know. He's like, well, it was a good, like, you had good form. And I was like, <laughs> like, what a great response. But I, my whole point of it was cool because Landon's like, wow, what a kid. Like, he didn't do anything back. He's like, I think I would have wanted to sock the kid, you know, if he would have done that. And like a piece of his tooth even fell out, and the kid just did, did nothing back. And I was like, your response to what people do to you, everybody sees and notices. <laughs> so for all you kids out there, how you respond either shines light or it shines darkness. And this kid was like, whoa, like to land, like that is an awesome kid. He did not do anything in return. So that was just a cool story. <laughs> so as you can tell, um, youth camp is awesome. <laughs> There's like, I'm sure all of them right now are like, <laughs> like 
your brains just start thinking of everything that happened. And um, but the one thing that I kept looking out at everybody, and I was thinking of like you know, 20 plus years ago, I was at a youth camp. I was called into youth ministry. They told us everyone just go and be with the Lord. And I just like they they were sensing you need to seek God for yourself. Go and get a, get in a place and just seek what the Lord is wanting you to do. And um, I know that I know that I know <laughs> that God's voice, and again, it was an eternal voice, but I knew because <laughs> it was like my heart was beating. I was like, what? And, uh, and, uh, and it was this voice said, you're going to be a youth minister. And I was like, in my head, thought, okay. You know, my husband will be, and I'll just be a helper. Well, God had things different. <laughs> so he is the, the engineer, and I am the, the youth minister. So it's okay to not know what it's going to look like, but to know that you've had a word from the Lord and to be able to stand on that and many times when I wanted to quit. <laughs> um, but I started looking out at all of the people that were just hearing from the Lord and thinking in 20 years, what is it going to look like? It's going to be us. Like, they're going to be us, the ones running the camps, the ones being the youth pastors, the ones that are coming as counselors, but they are also engineers and electricians and, and doctors and lawyers, but they are taking a week off to, to press in and to... Um, what am I trying to say? Pour into these kids. What did you say? Sow seeds. Sow seeds. Yeah. Oh, that is so good. That is that is what it's about. And so I do want to encourage any of you. I know last year, um, you know, Neil wasn't sure if he was like wanting to do it again just because he feels so tired at the end of camp. But he was like, I'm doing it again. <laughs> so. <laughs> you you see an eternal. Um, you see eternal seeds being sown. You see eternal rewards that you are um, just really digging and putting in the dirt and watering. And just a couple things I'm going to share that were like, woo, that was a good one. Um, he was talking about Daniel, like he said, in the youth, youth camp part. Daniel used his influence by speaking the truth with grace. Grace is the tone. Truth is the content. Truth without grace is mean. Grace without truth is meaningless. And I was like, I just love those moments. You're like, whoa, what's the end of again? Okay. Grace is the tone, and truth is the content. Right? What you're saying. Truth without grace is mean. You can say the tr truth all day long, but if there's not grace and there's not love, it's mean. <laughs> but grace without truth is meaningless. So if you just have grace and like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, but you're not giving them the truth of like, God loves you, but he doesn't want us to keep on sinning. God loves you, but he wants you to be free from that. God so we have to have both. There has to be truth and there has to be grace. 
the two sandwiched together is going to be powerful in somebody's life. And that is what we want to be here at Word of Life Family Church. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. We hope you've enjoyed this message from Word of Life Family Church. If you're ever in the area, please join us for one of our Sunday services at 10 a.m. or for Bible study on Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. For more information, check out our website at wordoflifefamilychurch.org or call us at 715-339-2207. Thanks for joining us today, and may the Lord richly bless you. Yeah.